When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. On the Sooner Sports Network, from Learfield, this is the Pike Pass Sooner Post Game Show. Pike Pass, the fastest, safest, most efficient way to travel Oklahoma, Kansas, and Texas. Also brought to you in part by Coca-Cola. New season, new Coke Zero Sugar. Now, the Pike Pass Sooner Post Game Show. Pistol formation. Now Willis will join him in the backfield, the power pistol. It is a handoff to Brooks, looking for a hole. He's got one, 40. Watch out, down the sidelines, midfield. 45-40, and dragged down from behind at the TCU 35. Sooners an unbalanced formation. It is a handoff to Brooks up the middle into the end zone. Kennedy Brooks, he finished the Texas game. He starts the TCU game. It's 6-0 OU. It is over in Norman. Oklahoma wins tonight, 52-31 over TCU. Toby Rowland, Teddy Lehman back with you in the booth. Chris Plank and Gabe Eichert have headed to the Sooner locker room. Postgame reaction of Lincoln Riley and the Victorious Sooners coming up soon. Sooner postgame show is presented by Pike Pass, the fastest, safest, most efficient way to travel. Oklahoma, Kansas, and Texas. Hey, Sooners, don't get past. Get Pike Pass. Teddy, let's take these next two segments to talk OU offense, then OU defense. Let's start with offense. Story of the night was who would be the starting quarterback. We thought it would be Caleb Williams. It was Lincoln Riley notifying the media about 10 minutes before kickoff. And boy, did he deliver tonight. Yeah, well, the offense looked comp- uh, completely different. Pushing the ball down the field wasn't always successful completing those passes, but was successful putting pressure on the defense. Uh, we did complete some of them. Had a close miss there to Woods on another, but a lot of penalties down the field whenever you put those DBs in those tough spots with their backs turned and they don't know where the football is. A lot of times something good's going to happen. We saw that. Plus, um, it took a while, but we saw the threat he is on the ground. Man, the option with the fake pitch and took it up inside, turned that into an explosive run, and then uh, with eyes in the back of his head, seeing the corner blitz whenever he keeps one on the edge. And I don't know if by Lincoln Riley's reaction, maybe they knew that that was going to happen and dialed up the perfect play right into it where uh, just one guy to beat. I don't know, but that was a great play. And then good blocking downfield, but he takes it the distance because of great vision, great athleticism. There's no doubt that the offense looks different with Caleb Williams at the helm. We have learned in a game and a half a couple of things he likes. One, when he runs, he's a truck man in the open field. It's not, it's not Kyler Murray. You know, he it's not Lamborghini type speed necessarily, but he's fast enough and he's big. I mean, he's a lot to deal with when he tucks the ball and runs. And we've learned that he likes to throw the deep ball, and I'm guessing that Marvin Mims and Jaden Hazelwood and Michael Woods and everybody out there loves that. Well, the good things happen when you start ripping it down the field. Um, the defensive coordinator on the other side notices. Those corners that are having to run with those receivers, they notice the safeties who are trying to get deep and get out of the middle of the field or off the hash. They notice 
So, yeah, you start making those guys more aware, it just opens up the rest of the offense. Um, yeah, it's dangerous. And back to your point about how big and physical he is when he, when he runs the ball. He's great in the open field, but we also see him step through tackles at the line of scrimmage where it looks like someone's going to have him for a, a loss or a no gain, and he can make that guy uh, not necessarily miss, but slide off, and he can turn it into an explosive play. So, yeah, and, you know, I, I think this team feeds off of that. You know, the offense was really moving early, and just the threat late in the, in the fourth quarter there, whenever he had kept the ball a couple of times, we started to see that running game really start to open up. You know, he's even though he didn't keep it any late, that threat is always there. Just holding that uh, end guy on the line of scrimmage for that extra count gives a little bit more space on the inside. How about them midway through the fourth being able to just hand the ball repeatedly to Kennedy Brooks and get out of here? On the same play. Yeah. On the same play. That's, that's that offensive line going to work and uh, not healthy. Uh, maybe our best lineman so far this year, Tyrese Robinson's standing on the sideline and Swenson goes in and does a really good job filling in for him. All right, we'll take a timeout. We'll talk about defense. Maybe some concern there when we come back. Sooner fans, be sure to catch Coach's Corner presented by Riverwind Casino Thursdays, 7 p.m. on Sooner Sports Radio Network and Sooner Sports TV. No one gets you closer to Big 12 football than SiriusXM. Download the SiriusXM app and tune into SiriusXM Big 12 Radio for news, talk, analysis throughout the college football season. Try it out today and take your favorite Big 12 team with you on your phone, online, and at home. No car required. Sooner Post Game Show presented by Pike Pass, the fastest, safest, most efficient way to travel. Oklahoma, Kansas, and Texas. Hey, Sooners, don't get past. Get Pike Pass. 52-31, Oklahoma wins it. This is Sooner Football from Learfield. Johnston split out wide right. Everybody else tight to the center. Pistol formation. Sooners shipped up front. Third and two. Duggan snap. Handoff Miller running right. There's a lot of traffic, and he's not going to get there. 7 8 to go first quarter. Back to pass Williams. Looking middle. Throws across the middle. Wide open. He's got West. 30, 25. Down the far side. 20. Jimmy Shake to the 15. Biggest play of Trevon West's career. Blue Cross and Blue Shield of Oklahoma and OU Athletics have teamed up to recognize outstanding teachers in our classrooms and communities. Visit OUTeacherofthegame.com to nominate your teacher to be honored at an OU football game and win $1,000. It's over in Norman. Sooners win it 52-31. They are 7-0, likely to become the number two or three ranked team in the nation, depending on the polls this week. Iowa has lost. We'll hit all the scores coming up at the postgame show. Let's talk defense here, Ted, while we await the postgame thoughts of Lincoln Riley. OU gives up 529 yards tonight. TCU actually outgained the Sooners by four yards. They gave up 31 points as well. Concern? Well, yeah, I think you have to be concerned in the secondary. Three games in a row now, we've been giving up deep balls. Um, it's hard to really put your finger on it. It's not one guy. It's not the, the same guy over and over. It's not the same coverage over and over. Um, it's different things. Sometimes it's a mental mistake, uh, not knowing what we're in. Other times it's it's getting run by or not being able to compete on a ball. Um, you know, not an excuse, but uh, Johnston's a heck of a player, man. 6'4", wide receiver going up over the top is really difficult to contend with. But guess what? Uh, that's going to continue to happen. You're going to see big receivers the rest of the way out. Um, so we got to get it figured out. We've tried different guys there. We moved Bowman out to corner, and he drew tough tough coverage in his first time at corner having to guard that guy. But um, I don't know. I, we've got to help ourselves out sometimes on some of those deeper balls by getting a better pass rush. Uh, we've got to help ourselves out by being better against the run at times. It's way easier for our secondary to defend on some of those plays whenever the offense is predictable, whenever we're not good on early downs and we can't. There's no doubt that we got to tighten up there. It would be really good if we could get our best safety back in yep. Turner Yale and our best cornerback in Woody Washington. Now, I don't know with Turner Yale 
you know, it's it looks like you, you may get him back. Like he's may, maybe going to be fighting something all year, though, uh, with a lower body injury, and maybe that's going to be the same thing with Woody Washington. So, uh, in the meantime, we're going to have to have guys step up. Here's the good news: never take anything for granted. But you've got Kansas and and then Texas Tech, two games you're going to be significant favorites in, and then a bye week. Chance to get healthy, yeah. Before that brutal three-game stretch, again, never take anything for granted. But you've got three. If you could get them back for the final three games, that would be a big, big boost. And maybe that's enough time that you could hope for that. Yeah, it's going to be wild. Um, those three games: Baylor, Oklahoma State, and Iowa State. We weren't real sure on how good Baylor and Oklahoma State were going to be. We knew Iowa State was going to be good, but. You know, I'm not sure who's the better of the three right now, and I know Oklahoma State had the win over Baylor, but uh, those are three good football teams. The One Pass is your one ticket to 80-plus Sooner athletic events and access to exclusive experiences. Visit Soonersports.com slash OnePass for more information on how to experience the best in collegiate athletics. 52-31, Sooners win it. Postgame thoughts of Lincoln Riley coming up soon. This is Sooner football from Learfield. Here's the snap, play action, straight drop, has a pocket, throws for the end zone, got it! Touchdown, Oklahoma! Jeremiah Hole, right down the gut. Fourth and two, snap, rolling right, Duggan wants to throw, turns it up, racing Asamoah, he's not going to get there! Asamoah got him! It's a turnover on down! 52-31, Sooners win it. The touchdown pass to Jeremiah Hall, your OG&E power play of the game today. OG&E, we energize life. Wow, Stats Kelly just handed me a note I did not know. Caleb Kelly, or excuse me, <laughs> Caleb Williams, the first true freshman quarterback, first true freshman to start a game at quarterback for OU since Cale Gundy in 1990. Wow. That's impressive. He will, he, he will start again next week is my prediction. Uh, Caleb now has led 21 drives in the last two weeks. Nine against Texas, 12 against TCU. They scored on 15 of those 21 possessions. I think the most important thing uh, of both games, especially being a true freshman, he's turnover free. Mm, good that, point. That's what you worry about. You know, you know he's got – Excellent capabilities. Heck, the kid was the number one quarterback in the country. We know he's got great capabilities. What you worry about is, um, is he careless with the football? Uh, does he have enough experience to know when to throw it, when not to throw it, when to slide, when to step out of bounds, when to dive over the top, you know, all of those different things. And so far, he's he's been excellent. So um, I got no complaints with the way that he's played. I mean – if you really want to nitpick, which you have to do to find any mistakes out there, he threw one ball that was dangerous on a corner blitz right to the safety. Um, well, it was to Hazelwood, but the safety was there. Um, kind of a dangerous throw. Not bad. Those are going to happen. And a couple of the deep balls were underthrown, and some of the receivers had to kind of wait on the ball to get there. But, gosh, <laughs> I mean, we're So, just we're to really... clarify, you're, you're in favor of a benching of Caleb Williams. Is that what you're saying? Not what I'm no, saying. not what you're no, saying. No, okay. No. Let's go down to the locker room. Uh, Chris and Gabe are with Bill Biedenboe. So we're down here with uh, Bill Biedenboe. Coach, congratulations. Great win. Um, and you had to do it with some patchwork. Tyrese goes down overall. How'd you feel about your O-line tonight? You know, I think they play good. I think we're getting better. Obviously, there's always going to thing, be things that you can improve on and get better at. But I thought for the most part, our pass protection was really good. They got a solid uh, front they got really two you know three good uh, pass rushing dn so i thought that was good i think you know finishing the game running the ball how we did is is pretty impressive for those guys so um feel good about them and again it's just about constant improvement and continue to get better eric swinson is a guy that's been through a lot in his career here uh, did some did some good things last week until he tweaked the back against texas but got out there and played well in 
you always preach, hey, when your opportunity comes, you got to be ready. And I feel like Eric, he's he's making the most of his opportunity. No, he is, and I love Swenson. You know, I, I'm really, really happy he came back. You know, he's a guy, and not many guys can do it. I can throw him in there at any position. Um, you know, with the exception of center, he's never done that. But I feel good about him going out there and playing any position, whether a guy's not performing, whether a guy gets hurt, doesn't matter. We can, and he's he's done it up to this point. He's played every position with the exception of center. So, you know, really proud of him. And, you know, he he's, you know, like Coach Riley was talking there, he's a, the epitome of a guy that just wants to win, doesn't care, you know, how much he plays. Obviously he wants to play, but just, you know, wants to win and be a part of a winning team. And, you know, he's really a huge part of what we're doing. How's Andrew Graham progressing? Looked like he had a couple of a nice moments out there tonight. Yeah, you know, just for without watching a film, which I'll do here in a little bit, but without watching that, you know, I felt like it was his best game, you know, up to this point. Still, um, some things he's got to continue to get better at, like we all do. I got to continue to coach him better and get him up to speed. But I felt like this was, uh, you know, just from watching it live, his best game up to this point. They they'd given you a lot of odd the last couple of years, primarily even front tonight. That surprised you at all? You know, not really, because I think, you know, if they just go odd, I think it eliminates their DNs from what they do pretty good. Um, that's why I thought, and I, I knew they dabble in it, you know, and, and they always have, and they'll do some four down odd stuff, uh, three down odd, and they mixed it in there, but uh, no, it didn't surprise me. So overall, how do you feel about the attitude that this team is developing in the run game and the nastiness and the power that we see from Kennedy Brooks? Yeah, I think it's getting better. You know, I think it's it's a constant improvement, you know, and, and again, we got to continue to go, continue to work. You can't ever get complacent, can't ever get satisfied. You know, you enjoy it tonight, and then you're on to uh, Kansas tomorrow. I mean, that's just that's the nature of this position, the nature of uh, this team, you know, and I love the attitude. They're getting better, they're preparing better, and, and the results are showing up. Speaking of attitude, thought Marquise Hayes had his best game of the year last, last week against Texas. Looked like he played another solid game tonight. How are you feeling about 54 right now? You know, good. I, I think just like all of them, I think every single guy is, is constantly improving, and, and um, that's why our results are getting better. You know, I mean, that's, that's what it is. I mean, you know, we're going to go how the O-line goes. And, and, again, it just comes back to preparation. That's what it comes back to. I mean, and, you know, I've preached that forever, and as long as I coach, I'll preach that. You know, I mean, you got to prepare the right way, and then the results will come. We've got the talent to do it, but you got to prepare the right way every single day. Coach, congrats on the win. Enjoy it. Good luck next week against Kansas. Thank you. Appreciate you guys. I'm not saying that uh, Bill was surprised by anything, but I, my experience, oh, for my lifetime, ever asking a football coach if they're surprised by anything. They would never, they will never, ever admit to being surprised by anything. Well, in their defense. Hey, Coach, were you surprised by? No, no, we saw it coming. You can't really because if you do, then it's like, well, how could you be surprised by that? You need to watch more film. No. Yeah, uh, yeah I, that that is pretty funny. But, no, I, I thought the offensive line, though, pretty good, right? Even though Swenson. Especially considering the circumstances. Yeah, too. I thought Swenson the way they put came it away in, in the fourth. And, and did a really good job. We we gained momentum in the running game late whenever we had to have it. There were some times early where we weren't running it uh, the best, but continued to stay at it. And a good physical close to the football game. 52-31, Sooners win it. We'll take a break. Lincoln Riley's postgame thoughts coming up. This is Sooner Football from Learfield. Williams across the middle, got it, Wood spins away to the 50, 45, cuts the midfield, cuts back, near side, 30, 25, 20, it's a race, 15 to the 10, Woods to the 5, and he's down at the 3, Mike Woods. 28-yard field goal try for Burkich, up, and this time he avoids the uprights and puts it through. Welcome back to the Pike Pass postgame show. Hey, Sooners don't get past, get Pike Pass. Sooners beat Frogs 52-31 tonight. That is eight straight wins over TCU for the Sooners. Time for our postgame interview now with Lincoln Riley, brought to you by Noun Hotel. Toby, we're down here with Lincoln Riley. Coach, congratulations. What an effort by this team tonight. Just uh, fired on all cylinders from the start, battled through some adversity, and just grinded that clock out at the end. Yeah, no, it was a great team win, man. That's, uh, that's a good football team there. And uh, both teams a little bit of, in some ways, a little bit of show of themselves. Um, Especially as the game went on, too, was, um, a lot of a lot of different faces out there, which was good. You know, fun to see our guys compete. You know, we got off to 
Well, it's a good start, uh, which that was a big point of emphasis. Um, so I'm proud of the guys there. Had contributions from, from all sides. Yeah, and then being able to finish it there at the end, and obviously, you know, getting stopped. You know, being able to take it all the way down there, score. I mean, that was huge to finish that one off. So uh, we're getting better, and uh, we'll keep climbing. Clearly a big night for Caleb Williams, getting his first start at the quarterback position. Uh, did some really good things. How, how did you feel he played? Yeah, I, on surface, uh, pretty well. Um, you know, still some, some young mistakes here and there, but, I mean, I thought he – they made good decisions. I uh, thought he kind of settled in throwing as the game went on, got a little more aggressive. thought he saw it well. They threw a lot of different things at him, did a lot of things differently that uh, that they don't typically do. And I thought he handled it well. Um, so um, he'll, he'll continue to grow and learn, uh, but it was a, a, a good first start for him. Well, he uh, made one of the smoothest moves I've ever seen from a quarterback on that corner blitz. I know you were pretty fired up to see him. That's just that elusive ability that he has, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. No, it was a play we thought had a chance to get out, and the guys did a good job blocking it up. And you know, he did what good runners do. You know, made a guy miss, and and uh, no, he does. He brings that element to us. Jaden Hazelwood's a guy that's been putting a lot in work, a lot of work in. Really been doing a good job blocking. It's got to be nice to see him get rewarded with all three of those touchdowns yeah, I tonight. Was, man, he was he was really good, and it's like kind of ironic. He talked to the, the offense last night, and that's one thing he talked about is he wasn't worried about number of opportunities, anything like that. He knows in this offense that it's going to be streaky, and you know you're going to have times where it really comes your way, and, and it can go quickly, and you're going to have a few times when it doesn't, especially as a wideout. It's just part of playing it. And uh, but he's kept a great attitude, like you said. He's worked hard. Um, it was good to find him a few times tonight, and he certainly capitalized. Good energy, too, tonight, not just from your team, but this crowd as well. Yeah, no, it was fun. You know, night games here should be <laughs> should be electric, man. So uh, it was good. You know, tr crowd was good, and hopefully we gave him a couple things to get rowdy about. Thanks, Pro <laughs> yeah, <laughs> probably uh, a few too many big plays allowed defensively yeah. than you'd like. What, what's your overall impression of the, the way that the defense played in this one? Yeah, I thought, we were, I thought we were okay. You know, I thought we missed – I think the biggest thing that I saw was we missed a few too many tackles. You know, and that, that – you know, we didn't we didn't honestly let the ball get over our head a whole lot. Um, we had a couple just competitive plays. You know, I give them a couple times. I mean, one they throw into – there's like four people there and ball gets juggled around. Guy makes a great catch. You know, Eaton's in great position. Again, guy makes a great play. Um, we had a couple of those as well. So, um, yeah, I think the biggest thing we would go back and look at it is say – when we played well defensively, we tackled pretty well. When we didn't play well defensively, we, we did not tackle well. So we've got to, you know, we've got to continue to grow. We're going to get some guys back here. Uh, the guys that are playing have got to continue to improve. And, and uh, obviously, you know, we know the standards we have for that unit. And at times we're really good tonight. At times we've got to play better. Heck of a team win, Coach. Congratulations. Thank you, guys. Post-game interview with Coach Riley presented by Noun Hotel. Noun Hotel coming soon to Historic Campus Corner where service, community, and celebration are proper nouns. Follow at Noun Hotel on Instagram and Facebook. Sooner fans, we can tell you we've just been notified. Next week's game time is set. It will be an 11 a.m. kickoff next Saturday morning in Lawrence on ESPN. 11 a.m. OU Kansas in Lawrence next Saturday morning. It will be an ESPN broadcast. As always, two-hour pregame show for you here on Sooner Radio. We'll be on bright and early 9 a.m. next Saturday. I got no problem with an 11 a.m. kickoff on the road. Get up there, play the thing, get home. That's exactly right. Sooner Post Game Show presented by Pike Pass, the fastest, safest, most efficient way to travel Oklahoma, Kansas, and Texas. We'll take a break. More postgame reaction coming from the Sooners. They win it by 21 tonight in Norman. This is Sooner Football from Learfield. Back to pass Doug. Looks left. Now he's flushed right. He throws it out short, incomplete. He had Perry on all over him and had to get rid of him. Snap. Caleb Williams, three-man rush. Sets up to throw. Has a pocket. Steps up. Throws across the middle. Caught. Midfield. Eric Gray out of the backfield. He's tackled by the shoestrings, or he might have gone. Second and five. Still 26 seconds to go. OU has one timeout. Caleb Williams, straight drop. Looks left. Throws back shoulder. Hazelwood. Caught. That was a strike, your Pizza Hut delivery of the game. Pizza Hut, no one out pizzas the Hut. Welcome back, Sooner Post Game Show presented by Pike Pass. Hey, Sooners, don't get past, get Pike Pass. Toby and Teddy back with you in the booth, 52-31 the final. Let's head back downstairs, Chris and Gabe. 
are with Sooner defensive line coach Calvin Thibodeau. Tubby, we're proud to be joined by Calvin Thibodeau. This team's undefeated and just keeps rolling, Coach, and that challenge of a mobile quarterback, I mean, it's every single week, but take me through your D-line and how you felt about your guys tonight. Yeah, you, you, can't, you can't take winning for granted. There's a lot of teams that, that didn't experience that this weekend, so uh, proud that, that we found a way to figure it out. You know, obviously some things that, that we can do better as a group, but uh, never, never uh, underestimate winning. Yeah, never apologize never. for it either. Right. But I know constantly throughout the game, you're preaching to your guys, hey, we got to produce, we got to produce. How how difficult is it for you in a game like that when, when your guys maybe aren't getting that level of production you want to make sure they don't get too frustrated over there on the sideline? Yeah, you know, they, you know, we always talk about not, not evaluating and just continue to play the next uh, snap. And, uh, you know, for those guys, man, you know, like the plays that come, they, they're, 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 they got coaches too. So uh, they did some things schematically that, that, that you know, that, that – and it was pretty good. So uh, we, we got to make sure we're putting them guys in a position to go hunt, man, and peel their ears back and go make plays. So uh, we got to do a great, better job as coaches, and they got to do a better job as executing as players. Hey, kind of take me through what you've seen in the development of Perion Winfrey throughout this year. I mean, there's moments where you're just jaw-dropping at what he's able to do. Yeah, he, he can do it. he, he got to be consistent. Uh, you know, I was, I was, I've been happy that he's been able to get to the quarterback more, uh, but, but there's still some things out there that, Man, you know, that are still on the table. And uh, he's, he's just got to be constantly consistent. Corey Roberson is a guy that's gotten some more playing time over the last couple of weeks. Um, what's led to him getting some more opportunities out there, Coach? Uh, just uh, he, he was ready for the moment. You know, we've, we've rotated. And, you know, he's found the ball when he's been out there. So that's a credit to him. And uh, been happy that he's been able to find that football. I really enjoy Josh Allison. Um, and I know that he's been, you know, kind of battled some things early. But... I think I even saw at one point lined up outside and Caleb Kelly inside on a couple of plays. Where have you seen his biggest development? Just just playing faster, just playing faster and, and finding the football. You know, he, he has the ability and uh, you, you just want to see it, you know, from, you know, every every game, you know. You and Jamar, like, how do you how do you split Isaiah Thomas's time throughout the week? Because it's it seems like he's Mr. Versatility for you guys along that defensive line. Yeah, I mean, he, he's probably the only guy up front that knows every position. And uh, just a credit to him, man, the value that he brings up front to be able to play inside and out. And, uh, man, it's, it, it, it made us go last week. In the middle of the game, we, we flipped him. And, man, uh, I thought it gave us some juice, and, and we stuck with it. So, um, you know, with, with, with Jalen being down, you know, uh, him going in there, which he did a great job for us last year. And uh, it really has been awesome to be able to do that. I feel like we're seeing a lot more Reggie Grimes, too, aren't we? Oh, yeah. Reggie's, Reggie's done a great job, you know, with, with – with, uh, Isaiah moving inside, you know, that's giving him opportunities to, uh, you know, play a little bit more on the edge. So it's been good. Just big picture view. Uh, I'm getting the sense that I, I don't want to say you're you're not happy because you're happy about winning. But Absolutely. what are your thoughts overall on the defensive performance? Because all the defensive guys we've talked to, it feels like that side of the ball feels like they left some plays out on the field. Oh, no question. You know, you, you enjoy winning, uh, but, but you, you, you also hold yourself to a standard. And, uh, you know, we, we, we got to play better. Uh, we, we, man, you know, it's a lot of teams that, that didn't walk away with a W, but we know we can play better than that. And, uh, you know, we, we got to go challenge us. The only way he fixes is at practice. So, um, you know, I'm pretty sure that these guys will respond. You know, they, they have. Good luck this week, Coach. Congrats Thank you. Calvin Thibodeau. Thank you very much, Chris. Thank you, Coach. Sooner Post Game presented by Pike Pass. Hey, Sooners, don't get past. Get Pike Pass. 52-31, Oklahoma wins it. We step aside. More postgame show to come, including a look at the final stats. This is Sooner Football from Learfield. Snap to Caleb Williams. Handoff. Brooks over the right side. Has a hole. Watch out. 50. It's a race. Down the sidelines. 35-30. 25-20. Tripped up. Caught from behind inside the 20-yard line. First and 10 from the 16 for Rook in motion. It is a handoff to Brooks. No, it's a play action. Pass to the end zone. A dart. Touchdown. Caleb Williams to Jaden Hazelwood. Off the play action. Sooners win it 52-31. Sooner postgame show presented by Pike Pass. Hey, Sooners don't get passed. Get Pike Pass. Jaden. Hazelwood, man, uh, I was so pumped. I was, I was fanboying out, pumped my fist for you. How did it feel to be uh, as productive and as playmaking as you were tonight? 
Um, I mean, I always feel like I'm playmaking. It's just uh, not noticed. I mean, I'm not really blocking, so I feel like everything just paid off this week. You got your opportunities, right? And one of the great examples, last week, the back shoulder throw. Yeah, right? I had That's, to make up for that, yeah. I had to make up for You get the exact same throw. Yeah. You catch it for a touchdown. That had to feel good, man. Yeah, I told. Uh, I actually told Kale about Odom. It was, was kind of like I owed him. He owed me because in the part of the end yeah, <laughs> it was kind of like we had to get each other right. You know what I mean? So um, everything worked out today, and it, it was it was beautiful. I would say three touchdowns is getting right. Right. <laughs> that is getting right. <laughs> did you did you talk to the guys last night? Lincoln had kind of mentioned you talked about being an unselfish guy and how stats don't matter and wins matter, right? Right, right, right. Uh, I always play to win, man. So um, obviously, uh, the day before the game or the night before the game, we always meet together and uh, we have a few of the guys talking. And I was one of those guys last night, <laughs> and uh, and I was basically saying like, uh, let's just all play for each other. Uh, you know, if I got to block the whole game, I'll do that. You know what I mean? And the exact opposite happened today, and in the terms of I would say, it was getting right today. I was getting right. <laughs> he, he was rewarded for that yeah. selfless speech last night. <laughs> now, Jaden, uh, it, it felt like there was a rhythm to yeah. the offense in this one, right? And yeah. I'm sure you guys will look at the film and wish you had a couple of those plays back. But just how, how did it feel tonight offensively, just um, kind of in the flow of the game for you? Yeah, man, I, I feel like we – we played more complete as an offense today. And, uh, and like you said, you can tell. I mean, everybody else can tell around. And uh, I mean, I feel like we were more in sync today. Um, and it just felt good being out there. And the fans just well, were in the whole game. That, that was that was rare, too. Well, the, the interesting thing about it is y'all score over 50. And it was like, dang, they left some points out there. Yeah, we did, for sure. Stog dropped a tug today, man. I was sick. <laughs> I'm like, damn. <laughs> I need them. <laughs> well, we'll let you go on this. What does it say now about this team going forward, Jaden? I mean, to not only go out and, and get a big win last week, but put a complete performance together today like this. Um, I mean, it's always more work to do. Um, I mean, expect more. We expect more from each other. And, I mean, it's going to get better every week. Obviously, that's the goal. Congrats on the win, man. Appreciate you. A couple of stats, Kelly Nuggets. Oklahoma now has scored in 300 straight games. And Jaden Hazelwood, who you heard right there, three touchdowns, first Sooner receiver with three touchdowns at a game since C.D. Lamb in 2019. He did it against Texas. We'll take a break. 52-31, Oklahoma wins. If you're just now joining us, kickoff 11 a.m. next Saturday, OU Kansas in Lawrence. It is set for 11 a.m. It'll be on ESPN. This is Sooner Football from Learfield. 52-31, Sooners win. Final stats brought to you by Taco Mayo Fresh Max. Teddy, uh, jump in when you hear something you like. And we're going to need a mid-first bank player of the game coming up. Team stats here. Sooners go 230 on the ground, 295 through the air tonight. I like that. That's balanced, T-Row. Only 58 offensive plays, but 525 yards. They almost scored a point for every play. That's pretty impressive. Uh, that's a good point. Uh, TCU, 183 on the ground, 346 through the air. They ran 67 plays, 529 yards. Frogs actually outgain OU by four. Time of uh, possession, OU about a minute and a half advantage. Sooners, four of nine on third downs, did not go for a fourth down tonight. TCU, seven for 14 on third downs, 0 for one on fourth. Pretty telling. Um we only had nine third downs on the entire night. Uh, we were pretty good on early downs, whether it was running the football, completing passes. Uh, that's pretty good there. Individual numbers for Oklahoma, Caleb Williams, 18 of 23, 295 yards passing, four touchdowns, no interceptions. He was sacked twice. Kennedy Brooks, 20 carries, 153 yards and a touchdown. He averaged 7.6 yards per carry. Caleb Williams, nine carries, 66 yards and a touchdown. He averaged 7.3 per carry. He also, I, I believe, was only sacked one time, twice. Two sacks, yeah. Um, you know, he's got that, that added element of a bigger body, tougher to bring mm -hmm. down, more elusiveness. Uh, had a really good, I mean, gosh, 
for hardly any experience, I thought the pocket presence was really good. Just sometimes you don't even notice. Just a quick little step up, uh, one step up in the pocket clears you to have uh, more time. Just little maneuvers there. I thought it was really good. Receiving Hazelwood eight, or excuse me, six catches, 56 yards, three touchdowns tonight. Woods, three catches, 75 yards. Mims, two for 56. Willis, two for 22. Those are the four leading receivers. Pat Fields, OU's leading tackler tonight. He had eight. We'll pause there and look at the TCU final stats coming up. We're not done with our locker room audio as well. Sooners went 52-31. This is Sooner Football from Learfield. On the Sooner Sports Network, from Learfield, Sooner football has been brought to you by Taco Mayo. Big appetite, bigger savings. Download and save today. And by Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. This is the Pike Pass Sooner postgame show. You can send your questions to Sooners at OU.edu or tweet them to at OU on the air. It's time to talk Sooner football. Farouk in motion. It is a fake option pitch. Caleb Williams keeps it across the 30. He's in open field. 40, 45, and slides down shy of midfield. There's our first look at Caleb Williams on a slide. From the TCU 41, Williams, he will keep it. Runs left, makes a cut outside. Wow! 35-30, down the sidelines, 25-20, 15 to the 10, cuts midfield to the 5. That was spectacular! Caleb Williams, 41 yards. What a run! Highlight of the night right there. Caleb Williams, an amazing jaunt for a touchdown, one of his five combined touchdowns on the night. Sooners win at 52-31. Sooner postgame show presented by Pike Pass. Hey, Sooners, don't get past. Get Pike Pass. Let's wrap up looking at the Taco Mayo final stats, and then we'll go back down to the locker room. Individual numbers for TCU. Max Duggan, 20 of 30, 346 yards, four touchdowns, no picks. The quarterback numbers the last two weeks between Casey Thompson and Max Duggan little alarming. Nine touchdowns, zero interceptions. And, and no sacks tonight either. What was his yardage? 346. So it's two guys going for right around 350 or over 700 yards, nine touchdowns, zero interceptions. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of that, yes, is on the secondary, but we've got to get more consistent getting to the quarterback. DeMarcado, 57 yards rushing for them. Miller, 55. Duggan, 45. The big night was the receiver, Quentin Johnston. Seven catches, 185 yards, and three touchdowns. One of them he just flat took away from the uh, Sooner defender, well, Joshua Eaton. He, he is, and again, not an excuse, but that that's a first-round first type of wide receiver right there. Uh, T.J. Carter, their leading tackler with nine. Big appetite, bigger savings. Taco Mayo, download and save today. Who's your mid-first bank player of the game tonight, Teddy? Well, you know how it is. I'm typically <laughs> reluctant to give it to the quarterback, but let's go, Caleb Williams. Come okay, on, let's man. Do it. All right. First start uh, for a true Generous freshman in what since Kale Gundy. Um, impressive stuff. He shows. He shows real poise. It's crazy to think that this kid was playing high school football last year, or I guess should have been playing high school football last year. Yeah, he wasn't playing at all last year. I know, and he's. He he's looks the part. He's got great size. He's got great athleticism. From what we've seen so far, has great poise. Got it all. You just told me over the last break that he's the best quarterback in OU history, basically. <laughs> did not say that. No, that's a <laughs> false information. It might end up being true. I know. I know. But I never said we that. We laugh now. MidFirst Bank's a premier partner of OU Athletics and your exclusive home for the OU Visa debit card and OU Rewards credit card. Visit midfirst.com slash Sooners for details. Midfirst Bank, true to your money, member FDIC. Kennedy Brooks standing by. We'll hear from him next. This is Sooner Football from Learfield. Snap, play action. Straight drop. Throws, batted in the air. Knocked down. Reggie Grimes. Mr. October. 
It'll be second and ten. Duggan's got it. Straight drop. Looking left. Looking middle. Throws across the middle. Broke it up. Justin Broyles got a hand in there. Intended for Tay Barber. Fourth down. Welcome back. Pike Pass postgame show. 52-31 the final. Back downstairs. Another big night for Kennedy Brooks. He's with the fellas. Congrats, man. Another big running day. How do you feel out there? I feel good. You know, the offense line did a great job. Uh, the receivers blocking downfield. It was a uh, it was a good game plan. So I mean, everybody played well tonight. The last drive. Yes. Won it in the game with the ball. You know you're going to run it. Yeah. They know you're going to run it. How satisfying! I know as a former lineman, that is satisfying right. as it gets. Right. How's it feel as a running back? I feel good, man. They online dominated uh, the the line scrimmage the whole time that last drive, basically the whole game, honestly. Um, man, they just made my job hella easy. I mean, <laughs> I mean, the holes was there, so I just had to hit it. That's all it was. I mean, I feel a T-shirt made the job hella easy. I mean, that's just as smooth as you can get. So, nah. protecting the football, though, you're, again, always looking knock on wood. But, Kennedy, how hard do you work on that? Because that's a key late in that game. you got to have the trust of, of not putting the ball on the ground, yeah. and you protect it well. Uh, man, we work on it every day. Monday through, I want to say, fr- Wednesday, we work on it. After practice, uh, every like every single day. So, I mean, it's, if you're not going, <laughs> if you fumble the ball, you're not going to get the ball. So it's that simple. Okay, one thing that you know we we were actually talking about on the radio broadcast that you've developed is the stiff arm. Is is that something you put a ton of time in? Like, do you do drills for that? Because you're just mushing dudes. Bro. Yeah. Like it's it's, <laughs> it's fun to watch for us, but. Is uh, I, I assume that work goes into that. Yeah, I mean we it's drills all the time that we do to uh, when we catch the ball when we're running. Always use our stiff form, so it's the main focus. A lot of times I miss, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, today just I, today just works a lot better. So I still got a lot of work, a lot more work to do on my moves and everything. So it's, it's all coming together. What's the energy like? Great energy from the crowd, and I've brought this up to a couple of the vets, but really good energy on the sideline, it seemed, all night, too. Yeah, that's what, we, that's what we're passionate on. I mean, we, we're we always focused on, I mean, don't try to worry about the fans. Just we got to bring our own, our own energy because that's what matters. Obviously, a big night for Caleb Williams. Um, what, what does he do for the running game? Everyone looks at kind of him throwing the ball deep tonight, right. and, you know, stretching the field, but – his ability to run, how, how does that affect the defense and how does it open things up for you a little more? Well, I mean, it's just, it's just a different threat. Just now you got a quarterback. I mean, Caleb, I mean, Smith can easily run the ball too, but now with uh, Caleb, uh, with all these running plays, uh, I mean, they just trust him more. He's, a more, of a, he's more of a threat to the, to the defense. So uh, it just takes pressure off me and – and honestly, <laughs> any defense would rather have a quarterback running the ball than a running back. So <laughs> they might as well take their chances with that. So, yeah. Final thought. Uh, overall, how do you feel about where this team is? Well, feel good, 7-0, right? But yeah. just the way that you're playing. It seems like there's a good energy around uh, It's a great energy, but, I mean, honestly, for me, I'm, I'm not satisfied. I mean, we got a long way to go. I mean, we, we still haven't put that perfect game out there. We still had it. I mean, we, you can say we dominated, but at the end of the day, we could do a lot better. So we still got a lot more, a lot more room to go. How you feel? The carries are adding up, man. How you feel? I feel great. Good. I feel great. <laughs> I like hearing that. <laughs> Congrats on Kennedy. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. How about this, Teddy? Uh, Kennedy Brooks in his career now, 25 touchdowns, 2,755 yards, one fumble. Wow. It's impressive. And he – of the – <laughs> I heard someone. What was it? Said he can. He makes an eight-yard run look like a four-yard run, or, or some some statement like that. It's pretty funny that you just look up at the scoreboard or the stat sheet at the end of the night, and it's like, did he really have that many yards? But he's he's so good at finishing off runs, the stiff arm, stepping through tackles, uh, great vision. I think he, you know, he's always been really good at their gap scheme with the pullers. He may be a better zone running back than he is a gap scheme guy with the patience wow. and the ability to cut back. And he's he's just fantastic. There's no way around it. Sure. And I think he's starting to hit his stride. Uh, maybe a little bit of a slow start, but 
as the season has gone on, he's right back into form. Felt like when the season started, we didn't really know roles. Right. Eric Gray and Kennedy Brooks. And now it's become defined. Here's what Kennedy does well. Here's what Gray does well. And um, and they work off of each other very well. Sooner fans, be sure to catch Sooner Football 2021 with Lincoln Riley, presented by Integris Heart Hospital. Log on to Soonersports.com for airtimes on Sooner Sports TV. Dr. Tim Shannon and Dr. Mark Revels at Orthodontics exclusively are proud to present the junior captains of the game. For info on how your child can take the field with your OU team captains, go to orthoexc.com. More postgame audio from the Sooner locker room coming up. A look at the final scoreboard on this Saturday as well as we near the uh, end of our Sooner postgame show. Oklahoma wins it tonight over TCU 52-31. This is Sooner football from Learfield. On the Sooner Sports Network, from Learfield, Sooner football has been brought to you by Allstate, score savings worth celebrating, championship savings for the win. Welcome back to the Pike Pass Sooner postgame show. Brooks tight to Williams, snap, handoff, Brooks up the middle, looks for a hole, he got one, 45-40, stiff arm, get off me, 50, down the sidelines, 45, and punched out of bounds. Another good run by KB. Listen to Sooner Sports Talk presented by Rudy's Country Store with head coach Lincoln Riley. Tuesdays with Teddy and I at Rudy's Country Store and Barbecue in Norman. That's at 7 p.m. All right, our uh, injury report is brought to you by Oklahoma Healthcare Authority. Apply now for health care benefits at mysoonercare.org. We got some stuff tonight, Teddy, unfortunately. DJ Graham left this game. Tyrese Robinson never came back in. Uh, Anton Harrison left but did come back in right yep mario williams did not play in the second half uh we saw Jaden hazelwood and nick benito both get dinged up i think both of them played again did benito come back in yes okay but it, it, uh, mounting especially put dj graham i don't know what the severity is there but you already got woody williams dty jeremiah cradell in that secondary banged up Oof. yeah well something you mentioned right whenever we started the Postgame show is you you have to take every oppo- opponent seriously. There's no doubt about that. But we've got a couple of weeks coming up where you hope you're able to get healthy. Then a bye week. I mean, nine straight football games is a lot. I don't know the last time we played nine straight. Uh, but that's a lot of football games. Probably starting to be a team that's pretty worn out. Yeah. And our final three games are going to be – our toughest three games of the year probably. And uh, we need all hands on deck going back in there. We'd like to get some guys back that are straight up out. Redmond, uh, Turner Yell, Woody Washington. Uh, you hope to get those guys back soon. And, you know, the guys that are banged up and, you know, week in, week out, we've got guys with bumps and bruises get a chance to get everyone, kind of get their legs back under them. Brian Osamoa. Another guy who got injured tonight did not come back in the game. I never saw a replay. I'm eager to I didn't either. try to see that later because whatever happened really had his teammates upset about it. But he never came back in. So uh, we shall see. It is getting it to be a lengthening injury report for the Sooners. Back downstairs, Marvin Mim standing by. Maybe. Guys down there with Marvin Mims. Just make it place, man. Take me through how it felt tonight to be back home. Uh, it felt nice, you know, especially with all the traveling and stuff like that. To be here in front of the home crowd, to hear them, it was a good feeling. Okay. How frustrating is it when you beat a guy clean and then he just grabs you and tackles you so you can't make a big explosive play in the yeah. passing game? That has to be very irritating. Yeah, it's frustrating. I mean, it's different from him like grabbing you to him like completely tackling you. And it didn't just happen once, it happened twice. So, man, I, I, was, I was mad. Yeah, I was mad for sure. Especially the first time I was mad. And then after it happened again, I was just like, dude, you got to be kidding me. <laughs> so, you were open on a few, maybe a couple underthrown balls. Is that just a matter of timing of, of you and Caleb working more together? Um, I can't tell you right now. Right. Honestly, you have to go back and look at film. Maybe he's getting pressured, had to roll out, throw it, and stuff gotcha. like that. But, I mean, as long as the ball's in the air, I mean, I'm, I'm grateful for it. You, you look at some of the guys, some of the other receivers – how nice was it seeing Jaden Hazelwood? The guy's been working really hard, really hadn't been getting that production. 
gets all three of those touchdowns. So I knew you wanted one of those, but he it, it feels like he got that payoff tonight, and you got to you got to like seeing one of the yeah. one of your guys get get that type of production. Of course, him and Mike Woods went off tonight, but um, Jaden especially. I mean, dude got hurt last year out for the whole season. I mean, he did nothing but work. You know, he came back with COVID and all that stuff. I mean, he's at a huge disadvantage. You know, being injured with COVID, there's not much you can really do with that. You know, it's sickness and stuff like that. But um, I mean, he came back strong, and tonight was his night, and I'm happy for him. I'll always be there to support him. Did it? Could you feel the energy? I mean, it seemed like that, and I know you guys aren't out there when the starting lineups are introduced, but they introduced Caleb's name, the place goes crazy. Could you sense a little bit of a different energy, Marvin? I don't know if it's a different energy, a different feeling. Right. I think that Texas win gave us a different mojo than we've had the rest of the season. It's just, it's a lot of confidence coming off that win. I mean, you're down 21 points. I mean, you come back from that, you know you got some dudes in that locker room. So, when you're a wide receiver, I've always wondered this, and the offense is trying to run the clock out, and you know you're going to run the ball. What's going through your head in that scenario? Honestly, I was just looking back to the sideline and hoping they try to get a pass play. <laughs> uh, I mean, I go out there and block, I have no problem with it, but I'm just, every, every time I'm just waiting for him to call something, and you know, I was running. You know, KB, Eric, they did a great job in that situation. Fine line with a team like TCU, and this isn't a knock. They, they've, they've got good defensive backs. They've got good corners. A lot of guys that are playing in the league, they get physical. I mean, is there a fine line between getting overly aggressive and not getting baited by them? I, I mean, you might be asking the wrong person, but... <laughs> I think there's a fine line between being physical and being, like, overly physical. Gotcha. I'm just not the most physical guy, but I think there's a fine line between that. There, there's also a fine line between pass interference and assault. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a fair way to put it. Just saying. Just saying. O overall, 7-0, right? How's it feel, man? Great feeling. I mean, nothing I've ever felt before. You know, we come come out last year 1-2, and two, build off of that. Now we're 7-0, and we we're, we're keep going. I mean, we're, we're growing. Big time. You know, that win. This win, I think uh, this win talked measure to us for sure. How's T-shirt sales going? Do we know yet? we have any idea? That's pretty sweet looking. Sure, we, we, we need to know the details. Yeah. Give us the details. How many orders? What are we talking? I don't know the details myself. I feel like it's going pretty good. <laughs> Were you even amazed at some of the reaction whenever? Because you, you hadn't seen the pylon shot when we talked last week, but were you amazed by some of the reaction throughout the week last week, or uh, did you steer clear of it? I mean, you can say, I can say it's, clear. it's hard, you know, and it's all over social media and stuff. But it, it was pretty cool, not going to lie. His dad's handling it. That's right. Dad's on top of it. Yeah. Marvin, thanks as always, buddy. Congrats on the win. Yes, sir. Thank you. The Whataburger Pico de Gallo Burger is back. Two fresh all-beef patties, melty pepper jack cheese, creamy cilantro lime sauce, and fresh Pico de Gallo. Yes, a whole lot of fresh meats, a whole lot of flavor here for a limited time. We'll take our final post-game timeout, look at the scoreboard, and wrap it up next here in Norman. Sooners beat the Frogs tonight, 52-31, to move to 7-0. This is Sooner Football from Learfield. Snap to Williams. Handoff, Gray on the left side, bounces into the end zone. Touchdown, Eric Gray! And you can unhitch the wagon. Put the ponies in the ball. Gonna move to seven and zero. Hand off again over the left side. DeMarcado brought down. Win column sooner. Give Oklahoma seven and zero. Final score on a Saturday night in Norman. It's Oklahoma fifty-two and TCU thirty-one. Sooner fans, come visit the best place to gear up on your favorite OU products. The Sooner Shop, the official fan shop of OU athletics, located on the west side of Gaylord Family Oklahoma Memorial Stadium. Open Monday to Saturday, 10 to 5, Sundays, 10 to 3. Whether you rent or own, GEICO makes it easy to bundle home and car insurance. Having a home is hard work, so get a quote at GEICO.com. Easy. Here's our last interview tonight. Chris and Gabe are with Alex Grinch. Alex Grinch joins us. Coach, um, congrats on the win. Overall, thoughts on kind of how the defense performed this evening? Yeah, no, good, good enough to win a game, and, and uh, you know, it, it kind of – Stops there, but uh, that, that's a big deal. No, I don't want to minimize that. It's a big deal to, to, to do what's necessary to win a game. But, uh, no, I, I, I thought, uh, obviously, we did not tackle very well, did not perform, I think, to what our standard should be. Um, and we're running out of time, man. That's, that's seven games in. And, and uh, you know, obviously, from, from a secondary standpoint, because some guys out, some young guys, you know, having to step up, and, and we got to find a way to put them in a better situation to be successful. The, the struggles on third down continue. Um, they convert seven to fourteen on third down. Um, what kind of happened there? 
Yeah, I, I think, uh, you know, as, as you go through in those situations, you're saying, okay, this is an opportunity. At times, you say this is an opportunity to maybe protect a young guy, put him in, in, in zone coverage concepts, and, and they find a void in the zone. I think in, in some instances, you know, it's opportunities to, to get the quarterback on the ground, and we didn't, you know, kind of got let him get away uh, a couple times. Other instances, it was, you know, not doing as well in first and second down, and, and all of a sudden you buy a, a short yardage situation on, on third down, although we actually converted a couple of those. So, um, no, it just extends drives, and, you know, a lot of it uh, is the same issues. I, I, we did not tackle very well, and you don't play very well uh, when the ball's in the air, then you're going to have, you know, it's, 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 you're going to have issues on third down just like you do uh, first and second. Look around two and some guys dinged up, right? DJ's out, um, obviously playing without Delaire and Turner. Yeah, Woody's still out for a while. Um, kind of challenging, isn't it, when you got to on the fly bring some guys in? Joshua Eaton got a chance tonight and almost had a pick. I mean, how, how tough is that, Coach? No, it's tough, and, and for, for the guys uh, in particular, you know, they got to step up, and then and every – you know, uh, right now we're just kind of where we're at depth-wise. Is the guy comes out and there's a freshman who goes in. That, that's what it is. Um, and so, uh, whether it's your freshman or freshman, um, and that's tall order. And so you look at it, okay from a coverage standpoint, how, how can you protect them and still have enough guys in the run fit? Um, and then you're not tackling very well. And so you say, well, well, you better have enough guys in the run fit when you're not tackling very well, which which, which puts uh, uh, some limited opportunities to, to give them maybe the help that uh, they otherwise would need. And and then in other instances, you know, like you said, in Josh's case, you know, in a position to make a play on the ball, and, and we we, we got to find a way to make them. Looking at a guy that I thought was a bright spot, right, uh, Justin Boyles, he's, he, he's had an up-and-down career here, right? That, that's well documented. But... You, you play him in a spot you're very comfortable having him in, and he played well. How, how nice was it seeing him seize that opportunity tonight? Yeah, no, I mean, you, you think about some of the guys that, that maybe didn't step up and, and, and when opportunity presented themselves, but you look at a guy like JB, certainly did, and, you know, Keyshawn Lawrence first, first start. Um, you know, I think he played every snap, and, again, that's, that's from a, a depth standpoint. Um, that, that was required of him. Pat Fields had to play every snap tonight. Um, but uh, no, specific to Justin, I, mean, I, I think a guy that uh, um, does his job, I think he communicates, you know, uh, well you know, in terms of coverage of Justin, all those things. And so um, we've needed guys to step up, and, and um, he, he's uh, he's one of those guys. And, and when, that list needs to get a whole lot bigger. But uh, no, uh, in terms of guys stepping up and, and making an impact. No, we've talked to a couple of your guys already tonight, and, and clearly we could sense their frustration can sense your frustration. Uh, I know it's it's not easy to just point to one thing, but where do you guys, where, where do you think you need to make the most improvement moving forward defensively? Yeah, I think the, the older guys have to play like older guys. You know, we, we can't uh, you know, be in a position to, to talk about tackling. I wasn't freshman. That, that was, you know, guys that played a lot of football around here. And so we, we and, and why tonight? Uh, you know, and, and then for stretches last week, do, do, do we decide? In a lot of instances, we're, we're talking about not, not, not tackle attempts. We're kind of running into a ball carrier, allowing ourselves to get blocked as if someone else is going to make the play. And why would we be so excited to let someone else make the play? Um, and so the takeaways don't come. You're not going to get cost fumbles in that when you don't have gang tackles. Um, and so I think that that's, you know, one of the messages, you know, to the older guys is we got to make sure that we're not doing anything to overcome you. We, we, we need your best, and, we, and, we, and your best needs to, um, you know, you, you got to get to the quarterback half click sooner so he's got to throw off his back foot so we can't make that throw. That's what we need you to do. And so we're all, and, and so we got to do the good job as coaches to, uh, you know, design scheme and, and, and put them in a situation to do those things. And, you know, the explosive plays through the air, the consistent thing has been, you know, true freshman over the last three weeks. And, and, and so um, I got to do a better job of putting them um, in, in a situation where, where they, they can be more successful. Final thought, I'll let you get out of here. You mentioned Key Lawrence playing a lot. I, probably his most snaps that we've seen in his senior uniform. I know there's film to grade, but how did you think uh, he fared out? No, I thought he did a, a, a nice job. I, you know, I think uh, anytime you know, from a, a safety standpoint, you're, you're, you're looking at uh, uh, both in the run game and in the pass game. And, and, and there, I'm sure certainly there were maybe a, a player or two that uh, maybe he would even want to have back. But, you know, whether you close the middle of the field or playing on the half and those things, uh, um, no, I, I was pleased. Again, he's a Richard freshman and, and another young guy out there that uh, I think can be a real good player. I, I know there's work to do. I know there's improvements to be made, but 7-0. No, I, I, you know, seven. believe me, I, I, I think for these guys, I congratulate our team. I congratulate our defense. It, we, you know, it takes what it takes, and that's what it took tonight to get a win. That's obviously our, our end goal every week. 
Um, I think uh, you know being disappointed after a win is, is a good thing. We're at Oklahoma. That's 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 what we sign up for, and 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 so that's where we're at. But uh, believe me, it, it uh, would feel a whole lot different if we're not in this situation. And, and an opportunity to get better after a win is uh, uh, an ideal situation. And uh, but we're running out of time. Always appreciate your time, Coach. Congrats to the win. All right, thank you. Alex Grinch, great job as always. Chris Plank and Gabe Iker down to the Sooner locker room. It's time for our Jana King clean sweep of scores from around the country before we get out of here. Big 12, OSU beats Texas and Austin 32-24, 16-0. They outscored them in the fourth quarter. Boy, Texas uh, blowing a couple of leads the last couple of weeks. Hmm. Crazy. Baylor 38-24 over BYU. Texas Tech beats Kansas 41-14 in Lawrence. Iowa State, K-State, 33-20 Cyclones win in Manhattan. Farmageddon, Teddy, goes to the Cyclones. Yeah, I figure Iowa State's going to get it all together right about the time they come to Norman. Number one, Georgia stays unbeaten. They beat previously unbeaten Kentucky, 30-13. Number two, Iowa goes down. Iowa, by the way, had the second longest winning streak in the nation behind OU at 12 that gets snapped today. They lost to Purdue 24 to 7. Couldn't get anything going. Even late in the game, whenever they're trying to, to find a way to get it in the end zone almost desperately, can't do it. Kudos to Purdue. That's a nice football game. But man, it's just one week after another. Everyone's dropping from the top. Cincinnati 56 21 over UCF. Bama rolls Leach in Mississippi State 49 to 9. Michigan State stays perfect. They beat Indiana 20 to 15 on the road. Ole Miss, wild scene tonight. I'm looking forward to learning more about this. They were in Tennessee. Lane Kiffin back in his old uh, stomping grounds. Ole Miss won 31-26, but apparently the crowd started throwing golf balls and other things at the Ole Miss sideline in the middle of the game. Got to be a little bit of a dangerous or a lot of a dangerous situation there. It was wild, and Tennessee's throwing into the end zone there at the end of the game to try and win it. And on the final play, the quarterback runs it and steps out of bounds. Just a weird ending to that football game. Auburn over Arkansas on the road, 38-23. LSU beat Florida in a crazy one, 49-42 in Baton Rouge. Texas A&M follows up their win over Bama with a road win at Missouri, 35-14. to And uh, last night, Oregon over Cal, 24-17. Jana King, your clean sweep of scores from around the country. Jana King is the king of clean. A couple of stats uh, before we get out of here from Stats Kelly. Sooners have now won eight straight over TCU. They've now won 15 straight overall, way more than anybody else in the nation now. Sooners after Texas have won 22 of their last 23 games the week after Texas. They have at least one takeaway now in 13 straight games. They get one tonight on the fumble fumble play. OU goes 7 for 7 in the red zone tonight. They're now 40 for 41 in the red zone this year. They came in number two in the nation in that category. And only three penalties tonight on the Sooners. That means only five penalties combined the last two weeks they only had two against texas here's the list of five the only five true freshman quarterbacks ever to play at ou according to uh, stats kelly here uh to start what did i say to, oh, to start a game true freshman quarterbacks to start a game what's that first name stats Oh, Daryl Royal. It looked like Daryl Royal. Boy, I'm getting tired. Daryl Royal, 1946. Troy Aikman, 1984. Jamel Holloway, 1985. Cale Gundy, 1990. And Caleb Williams tonight in uh, 2021. That's a pretty good list right there. Daryl Royal, Troy Aikman, Jamel Holloway, Cale Gundy, and Caleb Williams. Let's take a look at this week's upcoming Sooner Athletic events. We know kickoff time now, 11 a.m. next Saturday. It'll be an ESPN Broadcast coming right out of their game day. OU Kansas in Lawrence. Get an early morning kick. I'm excited about it. Get up there to Lawrence, try and win that football game, and get out of there. 9 a.m. will be your uh, pregame show here on Sooner Radio. This look at upcoming OU events brought to you by Kincaid Coach, the official motor coach carrier of OU Athletics. Teddy Lehman, you get the final word. Uh, football team appears to be in a pretty good spot right now. I know defensively we're working through some things. Hopefully we get healthy on the back end, get some guys back there uh, and get things solidified. But offensively, running game starting to pop. 
starting to come together. Caleb Williams gives us a different dimension running the football and, and throwing it downfield. Uh, feel like we're in a pretty good spot. And like I said, everyone else in the country, there's not anyone really out there that you're just totally saying that this team doesn't have a chance against. So to be where we're at, 7-0, and um, to have some frustrations this season and still be un- unbeaten and where they're at, have all their goals in front of them, pretty good. The Oklahoma Highway Safety Office is a proud sponsor of OU Athletics who wants to remind you that drinking and driving is deadly and illegal. Together we can end DUI. Visit enduiok.com for more information. Thanks to our crew, as always, the best crew in college football, Teddy Lehman, Chris Plank, Gabe Eichert, our spotter Andrew Shepard, Dennis Stats-Kelly, engineer and producer Drake Dyken, sideline engineer Tom Shores, and Daniel Anderson running the show back in our Sooner Network studio. Final score one final time here from Owen Field in Norman, deep on a Saturday night. It was Oklahoma 52 and TCU 31. Until next Saturday up in Lawrence, this is Toby Rowland saying Sooners win and Boomers Sooner, everybody. On the Sooner Sports Network, from Learfield, Sooner football has been brought to you by OG&E. We energize life. OU Health, the future of health is here. And by MidFirst Bank, exclusive home of the OU Visa debit card and OU Rewards credit card. The preceding has been a Learfield presentation on the Sooner Sports Network.